This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh yeah, I am pumped up to talk to you about Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify is the best. Shopify powers over millions of businesses, this one included, from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Plus, you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. It's more than a store. Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. What you want to do is go to shopify.com slash roam, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify right now. Go to shopify.com slash roam. Do it now. Shopify.com slash roam. You can now get Cincy Gym at minus five if you want them. I will actually take that. Outside of Justin Herbert, the Raiders have actually gotten fat as f- on beating whoa, quarterbacks whoa, whoa, this whoa, season. Whoa, 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 Let's not get gratuitous with that, all right? right that, that was a bit much right okay. there, dude. They've been getting fat on beating quarterbacks this season. Hey, now what's cracking? Welcome to the better late than never version of the Jim Rohn podcast, but there's a reason for that. It is Super Wild Card Weekend, so that can mean just one thing. I am ripping big head bets off the program. If you were listening to the show earlier today and you were looking for that, there's a reason why you did not hear it, because this is not your typical Friday. This is Super Wild Card Weekend, so I want to make sure that I give it the proper respect and the real estate that it needs right here on the pod. So to set this up very quickly, the big head is an XR4 TIer. He is a jungle staffer. He is James Kelly. He has an enormous head, and he bets. And he does it well. And as big as his cranium is, the NFL wildcard weekend is even bigger than that. So let's get right at it. Head, what's going on? You've got yourself some real estate. You've got some self, yourself some freedom. You can get loose with it. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, Jim. I will cuss, but not yet. But I'm feeling great. Good weekend. A lot of stuff going on, especially these NFL football games and some other stuff. But NFL, most importantly, right now. All right, so really quickly, I mentioned it during the show, and I want to mention it here once again. You were saying to me, and this is a little bit unusual for you, you were saying throughout the week that I don't really know which way I'm leaning on any one of these games. Hopefully, since then, you've pulled your head out your ass and you know which way you are going to lean. But is this that challenging a weekend for you? Yeah, I have pulled my head out of my ass. I do have my picks, but it has been challenging because the last two years, We've hit 60% overall on a regular season. Last year, we got the hands a little bit in the NFL playoffs. We finished around 50% or something like that. So I'm trying to change it up a little bit because I want to win here. I want to make some money and do it the right way. So it has been challenging. 
And I, I mean, there's all uh, every single game here is challenging as hell. I, I can see it going a lot of different ways. Well, it is the playoffs. Everything gets yes. tougher in the postseason, so that stands to reason. All right, let me go in order of the way they're going to play these games. Why don't we start? In fact, let's start Raiders v Bengals. Now, I love the matchup when the Bengals are good. Head, they're great, and they have proven to me that they can play with anybody in this league. We just have not seen that from them every single week. Understandably, that's a young team. Overall, though, I think they're building something amazing in the natty. As for the Raiders, they have been to hell and back this year through their own doing. But there is a toughness and a grit to this crew that I did not expect. Like, Mm -hmm. if you had told me, Head, that they'd make the playoffs after Chunk Gruden got run off and after Henry Ruggs tragically drove into and killed a woman and her dog, I would have said that's absurd. There's no way they get anywhere near the postseason. Yet, here they are. Mm-hmm. Here the hell they are. So let me first get your overall thoughts before we break that whole thing down. What is the line on this game? What is your lean? You can now get Cincy Jim at minus five if you want him. I will actually take that. Outside of Justin Herbert, the Raiders have actually gotten fat as fuck on beating ass quarterbacks whoa, 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 this season. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get gratuitous with that, all right? right that, that was a bit much right okay. there, dude. They've been getting fat on beating ass quarterbacks this season, Jim, but especially late down the stretch here. The Raiders were 6-7 and seven and then barely beat Nick Mullins, Drew Locke, and a Carson Wentz uh, quarterback who spent most of his time in COVID protocol before beating L.A. last week. The Bengals beat these guys 32-13 in Week 11 at their place. This Cincy team is a lot better than that team, and it's because they've opened it up behind that one guy named Joe Burrow, and he is rolling. In his last three games, he's thrown for an NFL-best 433 yards per game. And and if his line can't protect him, which could happen, they could just use that Joe Mixon blueprint that worked very good in the first matchup. Let's go with the Bengals, who against the spread are 4-0 in their last four overall games and all against the AFC gym. Bengals, minus five. All right, so let me break down some of what you just said. You actually brought up something that I was going to ask you about. You said that if the Raiders can pressure him consistently, they can just go to Joe Mixon. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing about Joe Burrow, right? Like, I could not respect this guy any more than I do. I think he's special. I love Mm -hmm. him. But he's still a young, developing quarterback in this league. And like any other young, developing quarterback, he's going to make mistakes and he has, especially when pressured. He's been pressured into 14 INTs, and he's the most sacked quarterback in the league this year. The Raiders might not do much against the run, but we know they get after the quarterback. Can you make any argument, and can you see Max Crosby and Yannick Ngakwe getting home consistently enough to pull off a shocker here? Yeah, that's the problem right here. And at some point, since the season is going to end because of those issues that you just said and the protection issues, If you thought Storm Nixon of the Chargers struggled against Max Crosby on Sunday, the Bengals were actually even worse when they played Max earlier this season. If the Raiders win, it will be because of those guys dominating in the trenches. And then the uh, nerves aspect of this whole thing with Burrow, I mean, this could be a trap game in some levels for Cincy with the pressure surrounding him being the first overall pick, playing in their first playoff game, in a city that hasn't won a game in 19, since 1990, a playoff game since 1990, yes, it could be a problem. But, dude, this guy is cool. He's always cool. He was cool at LSU. I just, I just think you'll show up tomorrow. But it, it is a worry, and that's how the Raiders would beat him. I was going to say, the way you laid that out, I think that's all true about the expectation, the hype, and the possible mm-hmm. nerves. But I think this dude's just built 
differently. I think he's impervious. Always. In yep. fact, I, I think I kind of have a feeling about this, but I'll ask anyway. If you're starting a franchise right now, obviously you're going to start with Burrow and not Derek Carr, but there's something about Carr, right? Carr has been through quite a bit, and he's a guy that if, maybe you don't want to trust, but he's made enough plays to get them there. At this particular juncture of their respective careers, who do you trust more tomorrow, Burrow or Carr? Joe Burrow, just because I've seen it a little bit, and it was college, but it was the national championship when uh, they played Clemson and won the semifinal game as well. But I, I, a lot of people have problems with Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is great. Look how he showed up last Sunday. I mean, he always, always shows up when people assume he won't. So, you know, my bigger worry on who won't show up might be Zach Taylor and the Bengals. This is his first playoff game. He's got a lot of expectations. Um that's more of a worry than the quarterbacks are for me. All right, so before I give you my pick, any other matchup you want to hit, or are you good to go on that one? Well, I mean, I don't want to be a complete you know, dick here, but uh, the Raiders, uh, Mike's Alex Leatherwood here, but you know, DJ Reader and that Cincinnati Bengals line could give the Raiders and Derek Carr all kinds of trouble here. So that is a big, big key for the Raiders if they want to win this game. Dude, I, 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 know, I know that you're having a good time and you're loose and all, but there's just no, no need to use the word dick. Oh, my bad. Penis. Yeah, I don't mean to be a penis Come here, on, man. Dude, come on. Dude, I'd like to get through this segment. Issues, I mean, agree, grow the hell up. Be professional. <laughs> Bottom line, I'm going to take the Bengals, and I'm going to lay the points. I think there's a lot to like about the Raiders. They've shown me a hell of a lot to even be here. But Bengal fan has not been here in a while. They're hungry mm-hmm. as hell. The Raiders are walking into a fierce environment. And I frankly do not think they can score with the Bengals, nor slow down Joe Burrow. I am with you. I've got no problem taking the Bengals and laying the points. All right. Patriots at the Bills. Yes. Matchup of the weekend. Pats at the Bills. The rubber match. The third time they've met in about two months. After splitting the first two, the Pats got them in their house. The Bills returned the favor in Foxborough. And now they've got a tremendous opportunity to do them again tomorrow night. And while there is no coach head that I would rather have in this situation Mm -hmm. or this time of year than the Hood and his face-licking son, the Hood has to deal with 74,000 fueled-up members of the Bills Mafia under the lights, in freezing temps, and they probably have been pre-gaming since Wednesday. Uh-huh. Hard to go against the Hood this time of year, but the Bills had themselves a hell of a coach of their own. The better team, if you ask me, top to bottom, and they've got them in their house. I love, I love the Bills here, but you are entitled to your opinion. What's your number? How you playing it? Never bet alone ever again. You can join in on the action by downloading WinBet today and become a part of the newest sports betting app on the market. That's right, WinBet. The luxury hoteliers are now in the digital betting space and they're offering that same five-star service that you're used to from Win Resorts, all in the form of a sports book and digital casino app. Get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have exactly what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up right now. Receive a special offer. Risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download. Bet. Win. Download the WinBet app right now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
The number is Bills minus four. I think Buffalo wins here, Jim, but I'll take the Pats Ooh. and the points, actually. I'm going to okay. go against it here. A lot of the money is coming in on Buffalo, and Josh Allen carried the Bills in their win over the Pats a few weeks ago with his arm and his legs. He played one of the best games of his career, and I just don't think he could be that great again tomorrow night. With the weather, which he's actually thrown more career interceptions and touchdown in freezing temperatures, and the hood and that face looker you were talking about, their adjustments, I think New England can slow him down. I also like the Patriots running the ball here like they did the first game. Damian Harris has been a pain in Buffalo's ass. He's rushed over 100 yards each time he's played these guys and has scored a touchdown in each of those three games. Mac Jones, the big key here, he's got to protect that football. But let's go with the mumbler, who is historically good as a road dog and the Pats plus four. I think that all of what you say makes sense, and I think that Damian Harris did run the ball really effectively against them. In fact, they've got a two-headed monster in the backfield, but you can only run the football if you get up and you've got a lead and you can spin clock, but if you're playing from behind, you're going to have a real problem mm -hmm. and you're not going to get back in the game running the ball. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. What do you make of Bart Scott saying that Josh Allen should hit the Viagra to keep warm? Like, personally, I had never heard that before. However, head, and, you know, don't take it the wrong way, but I know you hit that pill hard yourself. <laughs> and you could probably speak from experience. Is it effective in keeping you warm in addition to everything else it's supposed to do? That stuff's a cheat code, dog. Hell, I mean, you don't even need an entire <laughs> pill half the time to get you going on that thing. So, um, yeah. Um, talk about a freak show come Saturday night. You got um, guys running around with boners and a face-looking kid on the sideline. But I've never heard that before either. I just uh, know if I'm probably a Patriots defensive player, I'm putting on a face visor if I'm tackling Josh Allen this weekend. Kind of gross. All right. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Mac Jones, tremendous draft pick, solid as hell, but – if this goes the other way, right, like I understand what you're saying, but if they fall behind and they need this guy to win them a game on the road, in the mm -hmm. postseason, in the elements, do you think he can do it? He seems like he's hit a bit of a rookie wall. I don't think he could rally them from a double-digit deficit with the weapons that he has on the outside. Man, Hood spent a lot of cash last offseason, but he still doesn't have weapons on the outside for uh, Jones to get good separation. So, no, I don't think he can. They have to get out early and stay stay close here. All right, so you and I are not on the same page with the pick. Any other matchups in this game you like? Yeah, for Buffalo, I like Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders against the Patriots' two and three defensive backs. New England's been injured there, and Allen will have to attack them because you assume Stephon Diggs will get a lot of credit or attention. All right, so you're going to take the Pats and the points. Bottom line, I'm going to roll with the Bills and their Mafia, biggest home game in years. I love how they've recommitted to the run. I love the way their defense is playing right now. I obviously love a big-time playmaker under center in Josh Allen, even in the elements. I think this guy can do anything and everything to beat you. I just don't see the Pats jumping on them, spinning clock, shortening the game the way they did in their first meeting. So you and I are on opposite ends. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to take the Bills. Sunday head, mm -hmm. Eagles. At Tampa, the Bucks begin defense of their title without your dude, Mr. Big Chest. <laughs> Credit to Philly for even being here, though. And while it's not the Super Bowl, beating TB44 in this spot would be their Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. If Philly wins this game, Head, they're probably greasing up the light posts. They're hammering horse crap sandwiches in Philly. And I would not blame them if they did. I just don't see it happening. Credit for coming. Enjoy the ride because it's not going to last long, Philly fan. Of course, the question, though, is not whether or not they can beat Tampa Bay because I don't think they can. The question is, can they cover? What's your number? What's your play? 
Win bet has Bucks at minus eight and a half, and I'm actually hitting that gym. I don't like the Bucks um, as much as I did last year, but I'm not buying Philly at all. Here's a list of the QBs they've beaten this year. Ritz, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, Teddy Bridgewater, Trevor Simeon, Jake Fromm, Matt Ryan, Zach Wilson, and that dude who used to play for the St. Louis Battlehawks, Taylor Heineke, I think his name is. Also, the St. Louis. Go ahead. The Eagles run the ball on offense more than anyone in football at over 32 times a game. I know metrics and analytics say the Tampa Bay run defense isn't what it was a year ago, but the personnel is still good there. They are getting guys healthy and back on defense, and they just shut down a Saints offense that is very similar to Phillies and being run heavy by limiting them to 61 yards on 21 carries a couple weeks ago. I'm going Bucks minus eight and a half here. It's interesting what you said about the run defense because they're not. There is the season goes on, the analytics and metrics would say that their run defense is not as good as it was earlier this year. And we know Philly is going to mm-hmm. look to run the ball. One obvious matchup, you did not touch on this, but I know you're thinking about it. Some of the clones already know this, but this is an enormous Darius Slay house. Mm-hmm. I love me some big play Slay. Big play Slay v. Mike Evans. Big time matchup. How do you see that going? Dude, your dude is hot right now. He's on Twitter right now. The All-Pro teams just came out, and he got one vote, so he's not Love too it. happy. Love yeah, it. He, that, that, he's going to run on that fuel. Oh, hell yes, he's going to, too. So, But here, he's got a lot of pressure on him. Week six, he did get the best of Mike Evans, and he's playing his best balls in, ball in years. But the Eagles are a heavy zone here, so I don't know if they're going to chase him around, if they do that or not, but... I would expect him to see a lot more balls because of, obviously, no frozen foot, no Godwin. So, big game for Slay. He has to hold his own against Mike Evans for this team to have a shot. The hell does this guy have to do to get some respect? How is it that a guy this good, who's been this good for this long, I understand where he's had to do it, where he's plied his trade, but how is it that this guy gets as little respect as he does when he's as good as he is? You probably start in Detroit and never get it to start with, and then you go over to Philly, which, you know, they haven't been great there. I don't know, because he's a hell of a lot better than a lot of people say, but maybe interceptions and throwing away from him, not, not challenge him enough. I mean, a lot of people get caught up on interceptions and certain numbers, and Slay might not produce high level of those things, but he is damn good. And like I said, this year, he's had a bounce back, man. He's been one of the he, – he might be playing the best football he ever has. And this guy runs on fuel. So mm-hmm. if he's on social right now and he's going off, he is gassing no, he's up pissed. Yep. really mm-hmm. quickly. How big a loss is Mr. Big Chess? Let's just take the element of what a bad guy he's been out of it and the fact that he quit on his team. He would say not. But how big of a loss is Mr. Big Chest? And is Tom Brady, in your opinion, going to be able to get on the same page with some of his younger, more anonymous guys in time, not for this game, but to make another legitimate Super Bowl run? Well, all of them know, but he's going to have to have either Johnson, Miller, Grayson, Perryman, or Brait step up to be that third guy kind of thing. I mean, he's got Gronk. Gronk will still work the middle of the field for him, so he's fine there. He's got a comfort level with him like he did with A.B. Red zone. And then Evans, Red zone. Red zone. There you go. Same with that, too. And then Evans is a big target and a legit number one, one of the top wideouts in the game. So 
one guy needs to step up for Tom Brady outside of those two guys. They, they do have enough talent to do it. He's just going to have to figure it out pretty quick here. So. I, I, I agree with you. I think they're not what they were last year. I think they're still dangerous. I think certainly right. they have enough to get through this one. I'm with you. I'm going to take them and lay the points. Eight, if the number is eight and a half, right? Eight and a half? That's what I got. That's what WinBet's got right I'm now. I'm going to do the same thing then if WinBet's got it eight and a half. Are you craving some protein after a good workout? Do not make a shake or eat a bar. Instead, grab a bag of beef jerky from Old Trapper. Why Old Trapper? Because Old Trapper beef jerky is tasty and tender and made with real strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a wood fire. Old Trapper is a family-owned business that takes smoked beef very seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Who wants dried Tough beef in a bag. Nobody. It's like eating a shoe. Old Trapper is the real deal, and it comes in four amazing flavors. Old Fashioned is sweetened with a touch of brown sugar goodness, teriyaki, peppered, and hot and spicy. For those of you who like to take things up a notch, next time you want a great protein and energy snack that you can have anytime, anywhere, grab some Old Trapper beef jerky. Look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Oh, Trapper, what's your beef? You mentioned interceptions. I want to get to that, too, in a minute. Here's a game, like when you said, and I mentioned this on the show, you said that you struggled with every single game. The one that I went back and forth, back and forth. Literally, as we speak right now, I'm still going back and forth. Niners, Cowboys. This one is a mother bleeper. A lot Mm -hmm. to like about both teams. I've got questions about both teams. Truth is, I can make a really good argument for both teams, which is why I'm having such a hard time picking one. Do you see this particular game any more clearly than I do? Because this one, I admit, is jacking with me a bit. Uh, I I do. I I like it. I mean, I like the uh, San Francisco 49ers here and hmm. the points. Um, okay. Well, I, how many just, how many points? What are you seeing? Uh, plus three. I'm getting on multiple places. So I would take the plus three and go with the 49ers here. And hey, it comes down to Jimmy Garoppolo and the turnovers. Um, when the 49ers limit themselves to one or less turnovers a game, they are eight and one on the season, and they could play with anyone, Jim. They are physical, and this offense matches up greatly against this Dallas defense. They should be able to run the football here. And also the Cowboys' offense, it's inconsistent as hell, as you know. They have the highest-scoring unit in the NFL this season, but it's just not been the same since Week 9. So I actually do like the Niners plus the 3. It was one of my... Not easier, but I, I see the back and forth for sure, but I do like San Francisco here. That's funny that that was one of your easier ones, and that was easily my toughest one. Like, Jimmy G, incredibly... Is still something of an enigma to me, or maybe not incredibly. Like, the guy's been to the Super Bowl, so you think that he deserves the benefit of the doubt. And if you look at his numbers this season, I think they're way better than he gets credit for, especially when you consider he's got great yards per attempt and completion percentage. Mm -hmm. So it's not like this dude is dinking and dunking his way down the field. He's taking shots, and he's making big plays. But, of course, he is Jimmy G, which means he's going to make big mistakes and he's going to get hurt. You know, the entire Jimmy G experience. Uh-huh. Here's my question. Do you, you know, much like Derek Carr, do you trust this guy? And are you confident in his ability to make big plays in the biggest moments? No, not by himself. I don't. I don't trust him. And every time you think you forget about him, he shows up on the worst thing. But I do trust Kyle Shanahan and his play design. And I think you a love lot of that guy, stats. dude. You love that guy. You love that family. You love his old man. You love the kid. You love everything about that everything family. Everything about him. And I would be hiring guys who work for these guys because they're 
their concepts, their play designs. That's what's helping Jimmy a lot here, too, and I think that's why Kyle's frustrated to a lot of levels is because he does – I mean, he schemes guys wide open, and Jimmy's just got to really execute in smaller or, or bigger windows than most other quarterbacks do, and that's when he fails to do so sometimes. Like last week against the Rams, he started off horribly. To his credit, he responded, and he's still better a better option than Trey Lance at this time. And that's what you got to hope here. I mean, it all comes down to him not turning the ball over mo- maybe more than one time. Like I just said that number earlier, but that, that's what it comes down to with this guy. No, they do. They, when he takes care of the football, they win. Now, they my, win. Favorite, my favorite matchup yeah. here, obviously, one of the matchups of the weekend is Debo Samuel and Trayvon Diggs or Debo against anybody standing in front of him. Debo against the planet. Man, I love this guy. He is one of my favorite players. I, I want to go as far as to say, I think Debo means as much to their offense as pretty much any non-quarterback means to anybody else's offense. And he means more to their offense than a lot of quarterbacks mean to their offense. How do you think that Dallas will deal with him? Well, good luck in locating him because Shanahan is using him more like Atlanta uses Cordell Patterson right now. He's all over the place. He's in the backfield. Um, He's got more carries than actual targets the last couple weeks, and it keeps getting more and more each week. So how will they handle him? It depends where he's at, right? I mean, he's going to be on every single spot, outside, inside, slot, all kinds of places. He can Hell, throw he's probably it. still in your green room right now because he was there for like four hours when he was in the studio with you that one time. So, yeah, he was, so. So <laughs> why, do you keep, why, why do you get to keep bringing that up? In fact, if he were still here, I'd be fine with that. I Like, is Debo Ordered still here? Uber yeah, Eats fine. with his buddy for like five hours. I, like, I didn't hey, want him man. to leave. I'm like, that's fine. He can stay as long as he wants. He gets comfortable, dude. That's what he's done on the field. He's, he's Debo he's, freaking he's Samuel, good. man. Yeah. I wish he'd come back and stay here as long as he wants. <laughs> And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that is useful, you know, like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back that you have earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. You know, we mentioned like, Picks. Let me ask you this. Diggs. Diggs has made a hell of a lot of plays. Diggs leads the NFL in picks. Diggs had a huge year, but but are the numbers misleading? Yeah, extremely. He's a playmaker, but he's your ultimate A or F. Interceptions always are misleading, but people love him and people who vote for him. He got more um, all-pro votes than Jalen Ramsey. They're not even close to being in the same level, and I think that's what pisses Slay off half the time. Diggs is good. I mean, he's, he's, he's a playmaker, but you can go at him, and, and San Francisco will go at him, which is always scary because Jimmy G will probably throw it to him a time or two, but they're not, they're not going to be scared of him at all. All right, so you've got San Francisco plus three, and you feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I like that game a lot. Yep, plus three. I was hoping a hook, but I never got it, so plus yeah, three. Yeah, for those who don't know what that means, what's the hook? That half point on the end of that right there. So, so three in other words, three nice. and a half sounds a hell of a lot better than three, it right? Does, doesn't it? <laughs> you know what's really weird? This is so lame, and I'm not proud of this. I'm still not ready to commit. I mean, I've heard, I've heard what you had to say about it, and I hear how confident you are about that, and I'm not saying that that's swaying me either way. I, I don't even know which way I'm leaning because there's something about – there's a lot of things about Dallas that I really like and some things that I don't trust. And, and How about Kyle Shanahan v. Mike McCarthy angle? 
I'll take the Niners plus three. Okay, cool. Awesome. Let me let me ask about the big <laughs> fella. Like, I mean, we we laugh and we have some fun at his expense, but understandably so and rightfully so. How likely is it that this guy does something really dumb, jacks up his clock management, uses the wrong motivational factor? I mean, we, we laugh about it, but could you see this guy really doing something? I mean, this legitimately is a question. Could you see this guy doing something to hurt his team in a playoff game and maybe even costing them? I, I would think that's more likely than not to happen, wouldn't you? I mean, whether it's reading the scoreboard wrong or do Yeah. Or not absolutely. being able to find the scoreboard. Yeah, something. I, I would think that's a more of a likelihood than the other way around at this point. So. All right, there you go. The, the yep. big fella. All right, last game. On paper, it seems like the biggest mismatch. Well, it is on paper. The mm-hmm. biggest mismatch of the weekend. I don't even know. I'm talking Steelers and Chiefs. Head, I don't even know how the hell the Steelers are here, but the fact that they are, I think, is a credit to Mike Tomlin, yep. his team's resiliency, their toughness. Man, they just find a way. And they've got a few stars that make enough plays. However, watching, I mean, it's the end of the line, but watching Ben Roethlisberger is pretty freaking painful at this point. Oof. He reminds me of your guy, Pinky Manning, in the end. <laughs> when he was out there throwing knuckleballs in absolutely perfect conditions, five yards at a time, using his gigantic pink dome <laughs> to Jedi mind trick the opposition. Don't get it twisted. Ben has weapons. Ben has good weapons. But what good is it if he can't get it to them? I would never argue that this particular Steelers team could go to KC and win they can't, but I'm trying to convince myself that they could go to KC and cover, especially if T.J. Watt is doing T.J. Watt things. What's your number? What's your play? The number is KC minus 12 and a half, and I'm actually going to lay the points. It's not ideal. The Chiefs' strengths on offense play into Pittsburgh's strengths on defense. You could run the ball against the Steelers' D, but KC will obviously throw the ball a lot but having said that the offense of Pittsburgh what you just said with Ben they just can't stay on the field Jim and when they can't run the ball which is what you want to do against this KC defense you know you're gonna be in trouble and if the Chiefs get off to a fast start which they led the NFL in first quarter points and the Steelers rank 31st there that guy you just mentioned again Big Ben will be throwing the ball all over that's great news for the Chiefs KC is also 4-0 and in their last four games as a home favorite Let's go Chiefs minus 12 and a half to end Big Ben's career at Arrowhead Man, on it's, it's, Isn't it something like they've got weapons? He's got, he's got guys that if he could still throw it or get any kind of time or protection, he could get the ball to them because there are guys who can catch it. He's got a guy who can run it behind him. Oh, and Najee Harris. Harris. Incredible. Yes. Yeah, but, but it's the offensive line and it's mm-hmm. Ben. And it's a credit that they were able to just grind and scratch and claw and brawl like just Tom, to get like there. Said. Yep. Tomlin's got a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Is... Yeah, I mean, is there any way that Watt and Cam Hayward can do enough to make this thing interesting? Or are we talking about not only a boat race, but a boat race and a beatdown? Yeah, that's interesting. Watt's obviously the best defensive player on the uh, field Sunday, and he will be going up against the Chiefs' worst lineman in Andrew Wiley, roughly their third-string right tackle, and one of the dudes who got his ass ate up in last year's Super Bowl. So that's a big, big, big opportunity for Watt to change this game. For Hayward... He's got to do uh, his thing in the pass rush, and he's also got to do more against the run. He's, ar- he's already doing a lot there, but their run, Jim, worst in football, which is surprising for a Pittsburgh Steelers defense. They allowed five yards a carry this season uh, against opposing uh, running backs. So 
I mean, th- th- that's the key. I mean, there's no secret there. Those two, those guys got to be all over freaking Pat Mahomes, which Pat's line is getting better each week in pass protection as well, so that doesn't bode well for him. You know, I'm not as concerned about this this weekend, but I wonder how Tyreek, not that you and I are doctors, I wonder how Tyreek Hill's ankle is. I think that obviously big, big, yes, that's yeah. an issue, right? Oh, big big issue because it takes everything off the top, and, and Kelsey runs, you know, uh, freer when – uh, they got to worry about Tyreek over the top. So, hell yes, that's a big issue. And it might be worse than what we think because he did not look good against Denver last week. All right, so, head, big picture. Now we broke down every single game. We got all the picks. Big picture, as this tournament begins, step back. Who do you like to win the whole thing right now as it begins? Oh, man. Uh, it's open, but I like the Green Bay Packers. Their special teams is concerning, and so is that defense to me. But with them getting Whitney Merciless and maybe Jair Alexander coming back, I kind of like the Packers to win this whole thing. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I've got concerns about both those things. I mean, hey, newsflash, the defense might be concerned. The special oh, teams might be concerned. But, mm-hmm. yeah, they but they are. They get the week off. They're getting healthy at the right time. They're getting help defensively. I think that if you have to pick one team, I would agree with you. Why don't we revisit, before I cut you loose, let's revisit our future bets. Now, okay. you talk me into this. Normally, I don't have the patience or the mindset for it, but you said to me, no, you do this. Do this. Pick Pick at the beginning of the year, get down, hit some futures. It makes it more fun. It gives you something to track. I'm like, you know, I think I will do that. Here's what I hit, and then I want to get your thoughts. I went Pats plus 1,800. Still alive. Mm -hmm. I'm not picking them this weekend, but still alive. I have the Rams plus 1,600. Still alive. That's good. I have the Saints plus 3,500. Dead. Jameis. Chargers plus 3,300. Dead. What do you got left? That was great. So on the show, I took Kansas City plus 500 to, to kind of hedge what I wanted to do here. I took Tampa Bay as well, plus 600. And the only long shot per se is I took the Los Angeles Rams, but I got plus 1,400 compared to your plus 1,600. I kind of like it with the parity in the playoffs right now, but I, I mean, I wish I would have taken the Packers over one of those other two teams, so... We're still alive to make a, a decent profit there. Especially why, the why, why did neither one of us take the pack? Well, because of all the drama, all the obviously. Stuff. All Hell the yes. drama. Now I'm like, yeah. why, why the hell, what was I thinking? But the drama, of course. Dude, trust me. I, I, I learned that lesson. I started thinking that about a month ago. I said, why were we so off there? And it was because of the drama. And I'm like, okay, I will not let myself get fooled by that again next offseason. So does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the good stuff. Well, let me tell you about a very simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without all that hassle I'm talking about, and it's a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the very best part, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. That is a lesson to be learned for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so do this for me, head. Run it back, top to bottom, five games. Who do you have? What are the spreads? I got Cincy minus five at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Patriots on the road, plus four in Buffalo. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home, minus eight and a half over the Philadelphia Eagles. The 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel, and the Lobsters kid, plus three at Dallas over Big Mike McCarthy. And Kansas City, minus 12 and a half at home against Pittsburgh on Sunday night. All right, so there you go. You've got an e- enormous Super Wild Card weekend. Anything else that the Big Head family's got going on this weekend? What are you looking at? Uh, something I can't mention here, but uh, you know something about it. I won't go into it, but I got a uh, – I'll stop right there. <laughs> same. That's, that's funny. My family's doing the same thing, too. All right, I got Good. you. Yeah. All right, so, Head, that was fun. Great job. Now, I want to remind the listeners that you hit at 60% or better for the last two regular seasons. Things tightened up in the postseason. Mm-hmm. You didn't do as well last year in the playoffs at about 50% or so. We are looking to get right there. You needed some real estate. You were on your best behavior. Only one dick <laughs> reference, one F-bomb, I think. Good job, Head. Well done. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Nice job. I appreciate you putting the time. Have a great weekend ahead. So, clones, I want you to have an incredible weekend, too. Good luck with it. Remember, wager responsibly. Do not bet what you can't afford to lose. If you think that we're full of shit, good. Fade us. Again, the head did trip up a bit in the playoffs last year, but know this. He hit on better than 60% in the regular season over the last two years. Take that for data. People pay big coin for that kind of information, and we've been giving it to you for free. So do what you want with it. Either way, I would invite you to join in because the best thing about getting down is we all get down together. That way we are one big family. Not always one big happy family. In fact, oftentimes we are one big pissed off family. But when things do go our way, that's beautiful. That's the beauty of the action. Family and community. So have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed that. Do what you want with those picks. Go with them. Fade him and us. And as a going away gift, here are your voicemails. Check y'all next week. First new message. Romy, Justin and Melbourne. Happy New Year to you and the fam. I just want to thank you for letting me be your partner in the podcast this past year. We're like Batman and Robin, Romy, and I am looking forward to giving 2022 on the podcast a good old ass-kicking. Message saved. Next message. Vince Mac, Pimp in the Box, Mark from Portland, Oregon, calling in. I want to start a club for clones listening over 25 years in outside sales. Started in 1997, Boise, Idaho. In my training, in the seat, says the guy next to me on about an 80-mile drive. There's no cell phones. We're not talking to the office. This is what we do. He puts on Jim Rowe, and my training began. I can tell you that you've helped me get through the hard times and the good times. And I appreciate what you do. Peace. Message saved. Next message. Yimmy, Patrick, and Penticton. Great year in review as always. A couple of guys stood out for me, though. Why was Jeff from Richmond plagiarizing Jeff and Southfield's John in New York compression? Talk about recycled material. And speaking of washed, what was with Shawnee the Capital Asian going with the Marshall Mathers M&M 8 Mile Bunny Rabbit Battle Routine? The old, I'm fat, old, bald, divorced. Now smack off callers, tell these people something they don't know about me. Third place for that? Please. Message saved. 
Next message. What's up, Vance Mag? It's Brady. Happy New Year. I heard that Flight Deck made a resolution to improve his speaking skills in 2022, so I want to invite him to my next Toastmasters Club meeting. Now, he hasn't returned any of my calls, so I think I got an old number. So if you just iMessage me his new number, then I'll shoot him a message that way. Thanks. Message deleted. Next message. Hi, Jim. Bella B in Calgary. I want to wish you and your family a happy new year. I think that 2022 is going to be amazing. I have that Garrett Rick confidence in that. Message saved. Next message. Dave in Portland, been listening to you over 25 years, called in a couple times, hung up on me. It was awesome. I got run quick. Love it. Been in Portland all my life, started listening to you in high school. You're the greatest. I've been through lots of stuff. Life, father died, divorce, kids. You've always been there for me every morning. Love you. Message saved. Next message. Jimmy, Jimmy, what's up? Happy New Year. It's Dr. Dave. You know, my New Year's resolutions this year were finally to get on Jeopardy and to not fall into the trap on Instagram of all the Peloton instructors. So far, yeah, neither has really come true. But I got a question for you. Bigger COVID douchebag, Aaron Rodgers or Novak Djokovic? My answer, yes. Later, bitches. Get your fucking COVID vaccines and get this shit over with. Message saved. You have no more messages. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.